Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This is another show with your host, hopefully one of your favorite deplorables, checking in with you on this Tuesday, David J. Harris Jr. Yes, that is me. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me as I break down the non-bias, unliberal, infected mainstream news that won't make mainstream news because they don't want you to hear about it. That is what I do. That is why the president retweeted four of my articles two days ago. I'm still flying high off of that. And oh my goodness, do we need to take our game to the next level. You know, I have a very small team here. Very small team that does our best to try to combat the fake news that we are constantly being bombarded with. So in order for me to take my news to the next level, for those of you that like my news, I want to encourage you. You can help. You can, uh, you can contribute. I'm on Patreon. You can contribute. You can also make sure that you subscribe to my podcast. I'm working very hard to get my podcast to a level where they'll load it with ads. And when they load it with ads, that generates revenue. And when I make more revenue, I'm going to increase my team. I want to be Breitbart status. I want to be Fox News status. I want to beat Fox News because Fox News is definitely going down the wrong side of the mountain, as, as so to speak as they just continue to pander to the liberal audience and uh, and really do some bad mouthing and trashing for our president. So you can find me on Patreon if that's a way that you'd like to support me and what I do. You can always support me by sharing my articles and you can support me by making sure you subscribe to my podcast, The David J. Harris Jr. Show, and share it. Share it with family and share it with friends. So that's what I am doing. That is my goal, just so you know what my vision is. My vision is to continue to take this thing bigger and brighter and with farther, farther reach to give you an alternative to the lamestream news. That is my goal. And so for today, I've got some articles that are going to make you laugh. Some are going to make you very, very angry. And yet these are articles that, again, the mainstream news doesn't want to cover, as well as some videos that I think you will enjoy and one I think you should have a Kleenex for. This young lady and her story is truly heart-wrenching what she's going through, yet it is very indicative of why I truly believe liberalism is a mental disorder. It is truly a sad thing that you're going to hear from this young lady that I'm going to show to you in just a little bit. So let's jump right into it first and foremost. Let's jump right into Gavin Newsom. You know, I love California. I love Californians. Even if you're a liberal, you know what? I love you because I'm taught and my faith shares with me that I got to love all people, even when they do really dumb stuff. Can I tell you the honest thing? I, I pray for Gavin Newsom. I got to love him as a brother, even though we're on the completely opposite side of the spectrum, uh, philosophically, uh, constitutionally, you pretty much name it. There's nothing that I agree with for Gavin, but I still got to pray for the man and pray that if lightning doesn't strike him with truth that something will wake his behind up. Well, he is in the hot seat right now as he is currently being sued. And you got to get this, friends. Again, I love California, but I left. I am now a, a transplant to Texas, the beautiful great state of Texas. Uh, actually just moved over this last weekend to a new location. But when I see things like this coming out of California, it just makes, it chaps my hide. It's got, I, I feel the pain of all my fellow Californians that are living under this literal tyrannical reign of this egomaniac of a governor, Gavin Newsom. He is currently now being sued 
over $75 million that he wants to give in stimulus for illegal aliens. Friends, Judicial Watch is suing California Gavin, Governor Gavin Newsom over his plans to give illegal aliens $75 million of your tax dollars to illegal aliens. They have asked for a temporary injunction because the checks are scheduled uh, uh, to go out before the court case can be heard on and be decided. There are a couple of reasons why Judicial Watch says Newsom cannot dole out the money. First, no American citizen is even eligible. Get that. How about we create a stimulus where Americans, you can't even apply. It doesn't apply to you. You don't even worry about it, even though it's your tax dollars. No, this is just for illegals. Absolutely insane. Secondly, it is illegal to give benefits to somebody that has committed a crime. Well, last time I checked, if you break into the country illegally, you're a criminal. So it really should not, uh, those payments shouldn't be made, yet you're going you're gonna to hear in a little bit what these illegals are thinking. The plan will distribute $125 million in total, $75 million in taxpayer funds, and another $50 million in charitable donations. The donations can be distributed, but the question is, can the taxpayer money be spent this way? I would be terribly surprised if such a bill bill failed in the legislature because illegal aliens are, let's just keep it real, they're the Democrats' voter base. It's exactly why Democrats are constantly pandering to the illegal. To the illegal. You know, it used to be the black voter that Democrats pandered to, but then they pretty much said, well, we've got that vote locked down, uh, so we don't need to pander that vote anymore. So now the vote is all pandering all legislature is pandering towards the vote of illegals. Friends, you've got an absolute mess on your hands. America has a mess on all of our hands with this pandemic. But these governors that are showing their true colors, their true totalitarian tyrant style colors, again, hopefully you are checking that box off that says never again. Never again should you vote and elect an individual that wants to put an absolute clamp and lockdown on your beaches, on your businesses, on you, but then make sure that he tries to take care of those that shouldn't even be in your state or our country anyway. It's truly a disgrace. You know, Don Lemon and I, uh, we share one thing in common. It's our skin tone. It's pretty similar. We're dark. You know, one thing that I don't do is constantly bring up color. I will point it out when somebody else wants to have the audacity to use color as a reason for uh, either either getting this or not getting this. I am a firm believer that you get what you work for. If you work hard enough, you will achieve it, no matter, no matter who tries to stand in your way. And that goes for if you may be a little heavy, if you may be really skinny, if you may be really tall, you may be really short. Maybe you're a color purple or orange or green. You know what? It doesn't make a difference. Somebody out there is going to have an issue with you regardless of what it, what the issue is. It's not normally racial. And if it is racial, it still has nothing to do about you and what you can do. Yet Don Lemon just continues to try to make everything, almost everything in this clip here, about race. This is an absolute breakdown. This right here is an absolute TDS. Trump derangement syndrome breakdown by none other than CNN's kingpin of everything's uh, everything's the white man's fault, Don Lemon. 
what is it about President Obama that really gets under your skin? Is it because he's smarter than you? Better educated? Made it on his own? Didn't need daddy's help? His wife is more accomplished? Better looking? I don't know. What is it? What is it about him? That he's a black man that's accomplished, became president? That he punked you on the whole birth certificate thing? What is it about him? Just wondering. I'm just wondering how you are still on TV. Who are your Who are your audience? What are they What do they think they're listening to? Are Are you just specifically trying to divide the country? I believe that you are. To To try to call out the president on his intelligence. You know, sure, he started off with a loan of a million dollars. How many people could take a loan of a million dollars and turn it into a ten billion dollar global empire? How many stories do you hear of, of uh, I was going to say imbeciles, and you know what, maybe that's accurate, that win the lottery and wind up broke, dead broke, burning through hundreds of millions of dollars within a matter of years. It takes serious genius and business smarts. The man graduated from some of the most prestigious schools and business schools in the country. You have Barack Obama, a career politician that walked around reading books on how to absolutely destroy America and what a post-American world would look like. You have a politician that voted for dismembering babies in the womb. You have a politician that won because of his skin color and no other reason. I truly don't believe that there's any other reason that, the, that Obama won other than the fact that white voters could say, hey, here's a way to right a wrong and it would be a good thing since we could elect a black man as president. And that's a little, you know, I've heard that from a lot of white folks. This is an opportunity to right the wrongs of slavery and all of the racist stuff that America has in its past, which were all perpetrated by Democrats. We cannot leave that out. This is a way to say, hey, this man is, is a, it's an opportunity to, to do something good. And then obviously you understand why the blacks voted for him. Most of my family did, and I've shared it once. I've shared it a, a dozen times. I'm thankful for a mother that shared with me, don't pay attention to how individuals, politicians speak and talk on stage. Look at how they vote on issues that matter to you. And one of the most dearest and closest issues to my heart is the matter of, of protecting the lives of the unborn. When I discovered that Barack Obama voted against a bill that would have provided medical treatment to babies that survived abortions. When I discovered that he had voted in favor of late-term, partial birth, baby dismembering abortions, I said it doesn't matter to me what color he is, he's not getting my vote. And then you try to degrade Melania, saying that Michelle is smarter? I think you even said better looking? Then Melania? <laughs> Is this a comedy we're watching? Don Lemon, you, you put out some good lines, brother. Good lines for absolute comedy. 
lines that should be written on toilet paper that we can look at right before we take care of our business. That's where your lines belong. And then flush them right down the toilet because your lines are utter garbage. Melania is brilliant, speaks six, seven different languages. She migrated to this country legally. And I think Michelle, what she has on her resume is that she does not know how to create a healthy meal for children's schools. Yeah, the school lunch program was an absolute disaster. Now we hear that Michelle, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into that a little bit later on, but she's still trying to use all of the racial power that she believes that she has, which she does in all fairness, because there's a lot of people that don't wanna look at anything other than the color of her skin. And that is what's truly wrong with America right now. That and how you vote. This young woman, Tracy, shared an absolutely disheartening story. She's about to experience what should be one of the most exciting moments and days of her life. She's getting married. But because her fiance is a conservative, her father decided he doesn't want to walk her down the aisle. Parents are not going to be involved in the wedding. That is what's truly wrong with America, but I'm sorry, I got to be more specific. That's what's truly wrong with liberalism in America. The fact that parents wouldn't do the honor. I, I have two daughters. It'll be the honor of my life when I have the opportunity to walk my daughters down the aisle and give them away. For any parent, for any father, any mother to say, we don't want to have anything to do with that wedding because of his political beliefs friends that is a mental disorder here's tracy well i built that up so good <laughs> that is i'm going to show you her picture one more time just so you can see it i'm going to show you the video tomorrow i will but once i'm live i can't go back and change it here's the picture of tracy as she's sharing the story that her parents her dad won't walk her down the aisle here's her picture so you can keep it in mind well, I will show you that video tomorrow because I want to reach out to Tracy. I want to make sure that she's got a man, a good father figure to walk her down the aisle. I've got a lot of good conservative friends. I've got a lot of very strong, very manly, masculine friends that would be honored. Maybe a group of us will all do the honor of walking Tracy down the aisle to try to make up for. It won't replace the opportunity for her father to do that. It won't be better. It'll hopefully just, it'll fill a void and a gap and it'll lighten some of the sorrow that she feels at the absolute betrayal of her own father not being willing to participate in what should be one of the most glorious and exciting days of any young woman's life. Tracy, we're praying for you. I'm gonna reach out to you. And for all of you watching live, I'll show you that video tomorrow. Let's get back to California. There's a lot happening in California, friends, an absolute lot happening in California. This right here, I actually had the opportunity to interview these ladies of the Freedom Angels organization, a group of ladies that were in California that were protesting at the state uh, capitol in Sacramento against Gavin Newsom's stay-at-home order. These women shared how they were basically roughed up and again, I've got to tell you, I am all for good police officers. 
I'm all for the badge and I and I side on the air of caution whenever I speak anything. Even if I see something, you don't know how many videos I've seen and you've seen where it looks as though an officer is doing a very, very harmful disservice to the individual that he's apprehending or that he's encountered only to then find out that there was some video that took place right before we all began to watch. So I'm always very skeptical of hearing anything that has to do with our men or women in blue in uniform that are doing something unconstitutional. But friends, what these ladies shared with me, they let me know there are some good cops out there and then there are some in law enforcement that seem to have a power issue. They've just got an issue with being in power and they don't care what the orders are. They're just going to follow those orders even when they're unconstitutional. My good friend and one of my head writers, Rich Welsh, interviewed these ladies with me. California turns on people who were peacefully protesting Governor Gavin Newsom's stay-at-home order. While most Americans initially agreed with the stay-at-home order imposed on them and their communities by state governments for the sake of stopping the spread of the virus, now, the curve, now that the curve is flattening and we should be talking about reopening the country for the sake of the economy and our individual freedoms, some states are ratcheting up their lockdown orders that defy common sense in the face of evidence that doesn't call for it. California is one such a state. A protest rally was held on Friday at the Capitol building in Sacramento, just a few blocks away from where Governor Gavin Newsom was speaking about state measures to combat the virus. The rally was scheduled to kick off at noon, but by 10 a.m., there were a lot of people in attendance. I heard several thousand. They never wanted to try to inflate numbers, but I could. I heard it could have been as, as upward as four or five thousand. Some are reporting that about a thousand showed up, while others believe that it was many times that. There were at least 500 vehicles also circulating the area, waving American flags, along with Gadsden flags showing the patriotic "Don't Tread on Me" logo and words while some held pro-Trump banners. They were honking while driving in the circle around the building trying to compete with the large speakers hoisted up on a truck that was piping music over the tent. There were so many drivers that it looked almost, it took almost an hour to make a fully, make it fully around the building and bus service had had to be rerouted. The Freedom Angels are the group of ladies that I interviewed. They fundraised to provide porta potties on the sidewalk and California Highway Patrol officers organized steel barricades set up to prevent people from climbing the west steps. All in all, it was a very peaceful rally where CHP officers initially mingled with the crowd, giving out friendly reminders of social distancing that should be taken. Meanwhile, none of the officers were wearing masks. This is a picture taken by one of the ladies there. Look at this group of officers. No social distancing, no masks. In a state where the governor has the state on lockdown preaching. He was just around the corner preaching about social distancing and taking precautions. Not a very good example. Not a very good example at all. The Freedom Angels were there to protest the economic freedom of Americans to earn a living for, the constitutional, for their constitutional rights, civil rights, and human rights. Three of the women of the group, Heidi, Denise, and Tara, we are, those are the three that we spoke with, and they shared their story. I want you to really read this entire article for yourself. I'll give you some of the overview, but this is what they had to, uh, this is what they wound up coming in contact with. Fully SWAT 
uh, uniformed officers with helmets, masks, batons, Tara shared, Tara shared that uh, she had a lump in the in her back. She's got contusions in her back. They're supposed to be sending us emails, uh, pictures of what they encountered, what these ladies encountered, all of which are barely over 100 pounds, when they were rightfully where they could protest. Orders came down from Gavin Newsom through the Capitol Police down to the CHP that said make them disperse, cause them to disperse, or arrest them. Several dozens of individuals were arrested. They were zip-tied. One of the ladies shared with me that after being zip-tied, she was thrown into the basement of the garage where they were being held. She landed on her face. There's a lawsuit pending for this. And all of you in California, you really better wake up. When you've got a governor that believes he has the total power to initiate a mandate, an order, that if you don't follow it, even if it's not constitutional, you can be arrested. You better understand and know that your freedoms, your civil liberties, and your, your constitutional amendments are at stake. Your very rights are at stake. And you put that man in office. That's one of the beautiful things that I love about this country is we hold the power to get rid of the politicians that are supposed to be serving the interest of us, the American people. We have the power to remove them. Hopefully, voter fraud doesn't come into play, which is why they're pushing for those mail-in ballots. So read that entire article. Please share the mess out of that article as well. And uh, let me get back over here to... uh, I'm going to give you a little tidbit. I had today. This is one beautiful thing. One of the many beautiful things that are taking place in our country right now. When individuals that are in politics, that are a part of this, what should be the status quo for black Americans, that to this day, 90 plus percent of blacks in this country have been voting for the Democrat Party for decades, close to 60 years. When you have one such individual that is a part of the Democrat Party and a part of the House of Representatives representing the state of Georgia that boldly comes out and shares, I am throwing my support behind Donald J. Trump for president, you better believe you've just caused an absolute earthquake in the political realm, in the racial realm, In America, that man is Vernon Jones. Representative Jones and I had the opportunity to do a podcast together. Here is a clip of what Representative Vernon Jones had to share about the bigotry that he believes exists in the Democrat Party. You know, when blacks vote independently like that, white liberals are afraid because that's whose shoulders they're standing on. They're standing on the black vote. And you know what? Wow. It's a captive audience. They don't have to earn it. They don't have to ask for it because they know it's going to be there. And that's why when Trump said in Flint, Michigan at that black church, what do you have to lose? You've been voted for them. You're still complaining that you haven't got anything, including having a black president. So yes. wait a minute. Why not give us a chance? Um, and so what he has done in that three and a half years is what a lot of people at least said about Donald Trump. Well, you know what? He's doing what he said he's going to do. He said he's going to have African-American community, and he has. And it's kind of ironic. I feel so bad a lot of times because I've experienced it too. 
when blacks are invited to come to the White House or when blacks are considered for positions, they get ostracized. They get criticized. They get called bad names. But then they say, well, Trump is not doing enough for blacks. He's not hiring enough blacks. Well, every time he does, you, you, you scare the hell out of those who are being considered because they don't be criticized by you. But that's white liberals who get what I call black agent provocateurs to carry their water to attack other blacks. So it hides wow. the bigotry from the white liberals. Wow. <laughs> that was just a little piece of what Representative Vernon Jones had to share on my podcast. If you have not listened to it in its entirety yet, please, after this show, make sure you go search your favorite podcast player, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, several others. Search David J. Harris Jr. Subscribe to my podcast. Give me five stars if you like the content I'm bringing. Leave a review. That also helps it go a long way. And then please share that podcast with 10 friends. Just click the copy link and just text it out or email it out to 10 friends and help me spread the messages that the mainstream media refuses to acknowledge. Representative Jones shared that the Democrat Party, they ostracized him. He shared with me that there have been white Democrats that have supported Republican candidates. They weren't ostracized. They weren't called sellouts. They weren't called other derogatory names. Why is it though? When a black man that's a Democrat decides to support a Republican and, and rightfully so in this case, the greatest conservative Republican that this country's ever seen, the greatest president this country's ever seen, why is it that they immediately try to castrate him politically and degrade him and his family? He decided to stay in. He's going to stay a part of the Democrat Party for now, but he believes he shares it in that podcast. He's going to be an agitator to the rest of the Democrat field and try to wake up as many as possible. He also shared with me how many others are behind the scenes that feel the same way that he does. You're going to love that podcast, and I've got a lot of those on there. Again, search and subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. Show. you got to have that J in there, David J. Harris Jr. Show. So while we've got Democrats that shouldn't be supporting the president, coming out supporting him. We've got Democrat governors that are being exposed for exactly whose side they're on. And then we've got illegal aliens. Again, I am not against immigration. Friends, this is the greatest country in the world, in the history of the world, and it should be honored and respected as such for individuals to break into the greatest country in the world and then expect to just get as much of the freebies as possible is a slap in the face to every American that loves and respects and honors our country, our flag, and everything that we've been given. It'd be like somebody breaking into Disneyland and then expecting to get free rides and free food all throughout the park, and the rest of those that paid to get into Disneyland are left to foot the bill. Well, apparently, there's some illegal aliens that are not very happy they're pretty upset with the fact that they aren't getting stimulus checks from the federal government. Yes, you heard that right. You can file this under extreme chutzpah. Illegal aliens are suing the United States because they do not get stimulus checks for their children who are born in the United States. They claim it's a violation of the Fifth Amendment. But if you want to split hairs, there's also uh, it also says you cannot benefit from committing a crime. The lawyers 
claim it is ludicrous to discriminate against illegal aliens due to the fact that they pay billions in taxes. But do they? That should be clarified. Most illegals work at jobs that pay very little and therefore they do not pay a dime in income taxes. Not only that, but they can get $1,000 in child credits for every child they have. In addition, they're also eligible for earned income credit. That means that they can get a refund of four dollars to $5,000 even though they paid no income tax. During the Obama regime, and that's exactly what it was, they let illegals claim those benefits retroactively, resulting in some very huge checks. I'm so thankful that we finally got a president that is not only putting America first, but is just doing some things that are absolute common sense. These states that want bailouts, no sanctuary laws. You want a bailout from the federal government? Then you need to change how you're running your state. Can you imagine what would be taking place if Hillary were in office? (laughs) I'm pretty sure every Democrat-controlled state would be getting as much of our taxpayer dollars as possible. She'd probably encourage the lockdowns because she'd see that as a fast track to socialism, to government control, big government. We're going to take care of you, the people. They're not of the people. They're not by the people or even for the people. They're for themselves. And you better believe we should all be thankful that Hillary is not our president. That is one thing you can do every single day that'll just bring a smile to your face is remind yourself, Hillary Clinton is not my president. That should bring a smile to your face. Well, we've had beaches shut down. We've had individuals on the beach sitting in chairs that have been told you can't have a chair on the beach. I actually heard today that uh, somebody else that was on the beach was reading a book and was told you can't read a book. That's not an approved activity while sitting on the beach. Again, these are in states that Democrats control. Well, this surfer had a little bit of an attitude, you could say, when this officer was trying to tell him that he couldn't go surfing. I absolutely love it. And once again, (laughs) my video is not playing. I'll summarize. The officer is, is harping his demands at this surfer to not go into the water As the video shows, the surfer happily jogs right into the water with his surfboard. A pretty beautiful thing to see. No compromise. I'm going to go surfing. I'm not around anybody. I'm in the water. He's in the sun. He's going to do what he feels he needs to do. I, I, I haven't seen the tail end of that video. It wasn't shown. I wonder if he got arrested after doing such. We'll find out. Let's get over to that. Now, I wanted to bring this Michelle Obama piece to you because here is where she just continues to use race as a reason for pretty much everything. Now she's actually throwing it in the faces of black Americans. Yeah, she's blaming it on you, black America. It's all your fault that Donald Trump won the presidency. You got to listen to how she actually talks. Michelle Obama gets racial again. Furious. Our folks slapped her in the face. Our folks? I'm not your folk. I'm an American. And as an American, I'm your fellow American brother. But I'm not part of your people. Because you don't have a people. My people are Americans. My people are people that love this country. That love God. 
and that love conservative values. Those are my people. Well, I guess I don't fit into Michelle's group of people. The Obamas were adept at one thing during their time in the White House, and that was dividing the nation along racial lines. They did it time and time again. It is something that former First Lady Michelle Obama was particularly good at, and her success in that arena has continued. During part of her new Netflix documentary, Becoming, which I haven't watched, nor will I, she lamented how her people, that is how she referred to black voters, slapped her in the face. Well, she said, it takes some energy to go high, and we were exhausted from it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a rebuttal on all of this, just so that you know. Because when you're the first black anything, here we go with the race card. When you're the first black this, that, I understand. There's definitely a lot of respect. And I definitely appreciate and understand what the black community in this country has gone through. And I definitely have an appreciation for individuals that have gone above and beyond and excelled and exceeded in something. But to do that, and then to turn around and use it as a reason to degrade anybody else, that is disgusting. That's disturbing. That's narcissistic. It's exactly what Michelle's doing. She said, so the day I left the White House and I write about how painful it was to sit on that inauguration stage, a lot of our folks didn't vote. It was almost like a slap in the face, she said. Well, I did vote. I voted for Trump. Was that a slap in your face? <laughs> well, I say too bad. It must be tough when your people as if you own them. That's one thing that these Democrat politicians, really, doesn't matter if they're white or black, they seem like they own us. And if we don't cooperate, we don't kowtow to their beat. It's like they own us. That's how they talk to us. That's how they talk about us. She said, I understand the people who voted for Donald Trump. I don't think you do. She said, though, but she did not give a reason. The people who didn't vote at all, the young people, the women, that's when you think, man, people think this is a game. It wasn't just this election. Every midterm, every time Barack didn't get the Congress he needed, that was because our folks didn't show up. After all that work, they just couldn't be bothered to vote at all. That's my trauma, she said. She apparently thinks she's traumatized because voters didn't vote. You know what? If they didn't vote for, for you, if they didn't vote for Obama, Barack himself, I'm thankful. Stay your black behinds at home. <laughs> we don't want you voting for the party that absolutely wants the total destruction of our country and our American way of life. So I will say that and I can say that because I am a part of that community. But I'm a free thinker. I can think for myself and I'll back up everything I believe with facts. Just bring it. I'll bring it right back to you. Well, I've got to show you this, and then I've got another video that you're not going to want to miss because I've got a special podcast planned this week with a doctor that millions of you have seen, and I'd like your feedback. I'd like to know what questions you would like me to ask this doctor. I'm going to show you that video right after this. This is what the president acknowledged on his uh, social media channels. He talked about it actually in one of his last press conferences as well. It's something that the mainstream media balked at. They said there were not a lot of boats. There wasn't some big party on the on the ocean in, the, in Florida. There was nothing happening. Well, apparently, again, the mainstream media, they want to silence the positivity and the support that President Donald Trump has. They only want you to believe the Don Lemons of the universe, 
the ones that want to blame Donald Trump for everything. Well, here's proof of the absolute amazing turnout of patriots that love and support this president, even during this pandemic. Trump paying his respects online to the hundreds of local voters who gathered for a show of support. He couldn't fly a Trump flag at the end of his dock. The president tweeting, quote, very cool. Please thank him. Hey, if I can't put it on my dock, then I'm going to put it on my... Yes, thank you, Carlos. And yes, thank you, Mr. President. That's that's one thing I love about him. You know, I was reading one of his tweets earlier today, and he was just breaking it down. I should find it and just read it, because I, I, I'm going to do that. This is my show. I can pretty much do whatever I heck I want. This is so beautiful. The fact that the President of the United States is willing to call it like it is and tell the truth and say what most people are afraid to say, say what... Uh, what what most politicians are afraid to say. He just doesn't care. He shares it and speaks it exactly like it is. Oh, there's my articles. <laughs> yes, the president retweeted my articles. Let's see. Let's see. I didn't even have this queued up. You can just enjoy or I've got that video that I still want to show you. I know you're going to love it. But I really want to share this thread because what I read, what I wrote after that, here we go. A group of rhino Republicans who failed badly 12 years ago, then again eight years ago, and then got badly beaten by me, a political first-timer four years ago, have copied, no imagination, the concept of an ad from Ronald Reagan, Morning in America, doing everything possible, doing everything possible to, he he keeps going, to get even for all their many failures. This is the President of the United States. I ought to tell you what I posted after this because I absolutely just love it. You see, these losers, these loser types don't care about 252 uh, 252 new federal judges, two great Supreme Court justices, a rebuilt military, a protected Second Amendment, biggest ever tax and regulation cuts, and much more. I didn't use any of them because they don't know how to win. (laughs) So true. And their so-called Lincoln Project is a a disgrace to honest Abe. I don't know what Kellyanne did to her deranged loser of a husband moon face. (laughs) He is pretty bad, you gotta keep it real. But it must have been really bad. John Weaver lost big for Kasich, uh, Kasich to me. Crazed Rick Wilson lost even Evan McMuffin, McMullen, to me, Steve Schmidt and Reed Gavin lost for John McCabe. Romney's campaign manager lost big to O. And Jennifer Horn got thrown out of the New Hampshire Republican Party. They're all losers, but Abe Lincoln, Republican, is all smiles. <laughs> Here's what I responded to the president. Oh my goodness, I didn't even see this. It's had almost 7,000 likes and 1,200 plus retweets. I said, I love the way you shoot it straight. President, Mr. President, real Donald Trump, you keep it real. You are a common man's man. That is what I know I love and I think all of us love about the president. He keeps it real. He's not politically correct. He's not just out there saying things that he thinks are going to sound correct and accurate and well-intended for everybody that hears it. He doesn't care what people think. And why should he? The mainstream media hasn't given him one inkling, one iota, one recognition of any accomplishment that he's done for all Americans. No, they're hell bent on discrediting and trying to disgrace this president at every single turn. 
Well, I am, I for one am here to try to right that wrong. I'm here in the media space to try to help inform the American people of the truth of what this president has done. And you can help me. Again, subscribe, uh, follow my, you can follow me, you can contribute on Patreon. I'm also going to have a new membership platform launched very soon where you're going to get a lot of extras and freebies if you just want to help by contributing to me building this, I'm calling it an empire because that's what I'm trying to build, to be able to bring truth to the people and bypass the mainstream media's lies. So stay tuned for that. But I absolutely, absolutely love it. All right, here's this video. You've probably seen clips of this. I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Dan Erickson this week, and I would love your questions. I'm going to tell you how to send me those questions in just a moment, but here's a clip from the doctor that I'm going to be interviewing about the truth from the research that he's done over this entire pandemic issue. These numbers are from yesterday. We have 33,865 COVID cases out of a total of 280,900 total tested. That's 12% of Californians were positive for COVID. So we don't, the initial, as you guys know, the initial models were, were woefully inaccurate. They predicted millions of cases of death, not of, not of prevalence or incidence, but death. That is not materializing. What is materializing in the state of California is 12% positives. Well, if we, we have 39.5 million people. If we just take a basic calculation and extrapolate that out, that equates to about 4.7 million cases throughout the state of California, which means this thing is widespread. That's the good news. We've seen 1,227 deaths in the state of California with a possible uh, incidence or prevalence of 4.7 million. That means you have a 0.03 chance of dying from COVID-19 in the state of California. 0.03 chance of dying from COVID in the state of California. Is that, does that necessitate sheltering in place? Does that necessitate shutting down medical systems? Does that necessitate people being out of work? <clears throat> How many deaths do they have? 19,410 out of 19 million people, which is a 0.1% chance of dying from COVID in the state of New York. And they have a 92% recovery rate. If you are indeed diagnosed with COVID-19, 92% of you will recover. Very, very eye-opening. Why hasn't this guy been on Fox News? Why is it that YouTube took his entire hour-long presentation down? Why don't they want the American people to hear from a doctor that has a very different opinion based on research that he's done? Why is that? Well, I'm excited for this interview. I'm excited to bring you that podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to my podcast to hear it, but I'd like to hear your questions. So after this show, I'm gonna post one post, very simple, on Facebook. What are your questions? And I'll do it on Twitter as well. What are your questions for Dr. Dan Erickson? I'll do it about five minutes after the show and you'll see the post, no pictures, no video. It'll just be, actually I'll, I'll post a picture of Dan, uh, Dr. Dan, and it'll say, what questions do you have? I will take the best of those questions and I'll make sure that I get as many in to that conversation, that interview that I'm gonna have with Dr. Dan Erickson this week. So stay tuned for that. Friends, 
Thank you so much. I saw I had some first-time listeners and viewers. Thank you all so very much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here. Please subscribe to my podcast, The David J. Harris Jr. Show, and uh, give me five stars, leave a, leave a review, and then send it. Send that link to one of the amazing podcasts that I have out to 10 friends. That'll help me go a long way to do what I'm trying to do to reach the masses with the truth. God bless you all. I hope you have an amazing rest of your evening. I'll see you tomorrow for TGIW. Yes, we've got to be thankful for every single day that we get. So tomorrow is TGIW, but for today, that's all I got. God bless you. Stay safe. Stay strong. We will get through this pandemic together, and I absolutely believe that we will come out of it stronger and more united for this president and for the politicians that support this president than ever. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.